We should release these. <laughs> it's going to be a greatest hits of intro. Mad. <laughs> but listen, this is serious because um, there is a reason behind that song. Okay. okay. And um, I've got, um, I think, I've got a Samsung phone and it's got Update, which is a newsfeed thing, which shows you loads and loads of news stories. Which are one update. Or update. I, think it's, I think it's called Update. I don't okay. Know. And it's, um, the other day I was tweaking on it and... There was a story about celebrities who have died over the past last year, I think. And there was, right. oh, it was loads, and it was shocking. And I was like, oh, but one of them was grot bags. Uh-huh. And, um, <laughs> right. and I don't know if I was doing it just before I went to sleep or if I was in between sleep and dreaming, but I suddenly thought, I wonder how grot bags would have sung. And did I, she never, maybe she did sing? I don't think she did a sing. Did she song. never do a sing? No, but that's how she would have sung. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> you answered your question. <laughs> I just. You um, have the spirit of Grotz Bag within you. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome. Tomfoolery is over. <laughs> <laughs> now to the serious bit. Oh, lordy. Um, yeah, no, this is the third one, which means we've done two. Yeah. We had Robbie Rob on last time, which was cool. I love yeah. that. He's cool. He's, uh, yeah, um, to this time, uh, it's my chance to get you back, okay. like I keep going on about. Okay, so he, thought, yeah, he's threatening to pick keep on me, threatening didn't he? to pick on you. But no, no, it's, it's nice, it's all good. But, um, yeah, fair enough, I was away 10 years, and I, <laughs> and I did some bit bobs and all that sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. But for me, you know, I didn't know what, I have, uh, to be honest, I have no idea what you've got. No, well, you just disappeared, didn't you? Well, that's, that's, that's it, that's uh, I don't know. Yeah, I did. But um, <laughs> so I get to ask you, and we get to hear some of your stuff that you've okay. been up to, and everything. I'm going to start off. I'm not. We, we don't need to do a chronological order because I know you do. You do right. loads. Well, you've written a list. I have written a list of you stuff I'd like to order. touch. Well, all right then. I love the way you're doing it on a, on a lined bit of paper, but I pay no attention at all to the lines. <laughs> <laughs> That's real rebellion. That is. I do, yeah. I've, I, oh, I think I learned to. Right when I was about nine, <laughs> by the looks of this, <laughs> it was like, what's going on here? But anyway, I, w- I want you to reel off. Okay. Just to start, just to get us into this, <clears throat> some band names and some bands you've okay. been in, and I'll pick some out and ask you questions about okay. some of them. Since I've been away, I, I probably know some of them, and I know, because, uh, yeah, so far away, far away. Oh, wow. The, the longest one has been Six Bearded Fish. Six Bearded Fish. I was going to ask you about them. Okay. All right. Let's go on the list. Six Bearded Fish. Six BF is your... Um, go on. Go on. Let's, start, let's okay. go on. Let me smash in straight away. Okay. Um, covers mm-hmm. some originals as well, I remember. It started yeah. off originals, yeah. It did I start did. off originals. Yeah. That's how we started off. We thought we were going to be the next um, Incubus stroke. Yeah, Red no, Chief I remember. So I was doing yeah. a lot of slap bass. That's cool. And we were, doing, we were wearing a lot of surf shorts and like kind of rappy verses and singing yeah, Tim on vocals and singing um, yeah and singing cool. choruses no I remember the CD loads of fun yeah that's why I started bass to be in that band is that right yeah because um, I keep knocking the mic sorry so <laughs> because um, I just I just joined Brockenhurst College I've been playing guitar for maybe six months or so yeah um, and then came into Paul and Tony who were new friends of mine I didn't know them but they went to the other school in Tottenham the rival school um, <sighs> then we met in we met at college and instantly became friends because we were into the same kind of music and we were both musos and we were hanging out in the music room and, and all that kind of stuff. Um, and they were great. They're both brilliant, brilliant guitarists. And I yeah. thought, well, if I'm going to be in a band with these guys, there's absolutely no point me playing guitar. <laughs> Less, yeah, but is that the story of most bass I think, players? Yeah, I think it is, isn't it? Sadly. But, I think it but is. It's, it's often, it's, often it's true, which is good. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because we need more. I, I'm a firm believer that we need more bass players out there. You know yeah. what I mean? It's like, an, oh yeah, yeah. And the more failed guitarists who turn into bass players, yes. <laughs> but it's not failed guitarists because, as we just heard, you play guitar rather well. <laughs> yeah, that was. Excellent. I say, I say, that's, ballad. That's the peak you, of my ability. <laughs> I say, ballad. You smash out a beautiful ballad. <laughs> no, it's good. But um, so I picked up, I picked up bass basically just to be in that band. That's, I didn't know that. And that's the band that became Six Bearded Fish. That's right. So our first gig, I've been playing bass for like a few weeks. Brilliant. And what, you just learnt up? What were you doing? Like, What was your first set of covers? Was it oh, Chilies and on, Incubus? And... Yeah, well, we did Spurs at Teen Spirit. Yeah. 
We did uh, Save Tonight by Eagle Eye Cherry. Oh, yeah. The thing is, we've, I've learned literally hundreds of songs of this band. Just yes. trying to get in the right order is not... Is... No, I know. Um, I think I think you are the man who knows the most songs. <laughs> <laughs> Which we'll get to later. <laughs> but, um, yeah, no, that's good. That's all right. Next band. We'll talk okay. more about them later, but next okay. band. All right, okay. Uh, and then the next, next longest is probably... I'm going to let you say this. Wait. Because we talked about this earlier. Firstly, can we play a bit of... Six bearded fish. Can we slip some in? Oh, we can do. Yeah, we great. do have originals. Can we t- can we stick an original? In? I'd love can, to hear because it, it's been I literally been like fifteen years probably since I've heard. Okay, no, not 15, okay. ten years since I've heard that. Because you played but... for Six bearded fish, didn't you? I did. I did a couple of gigs. I filled in when you were on right. a on a cruise ship. All right, I'll stick. I'll stick in one called Frankly Confused. All right. Okay, you ready? Yeah. Okay, here we go. Yeah, you look, you look back on it. It's 20 years ago. That's mad, isn't it? It's, it's, it's probably it's, really important. It's 15 years ago. It's Incubus. But I'm still pretty, I'm still pretty, you know, I'm pretty pleased with it still. No, I would be. There's some good slap bass going on <laughs> no. in there. And what, 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 how long had you been playing at that point? Mm, well, that's actually our second second CD. Second it's maybe CD, two yeah, years by yeah. then. That's maybe good. Two years. That's some good. I've been listening to a lot of Jeff Buckley as well. Okay. Because I, I kind of wrote the call sequence for that one. Ah. Um, Which is... And it's very Jeff Buckley called that. Yeah, the, the unslap part. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, not that bit. No, the chorusy bit. Jeff, <laughs> there was no slapping on Grace. No, no, um, no. Sadly, <laughs> no, no, but no, no. That's cool. That is cool. That's um. I'm trying to think. Well, that just brings back massive memories. Yeah. Of me basically driving to my own gigs with that playing in my van. Oh really? That's, you gave me that CD, and I. It's funny. I was driving around with CDs of your band. And my- <laughs> It's like, I was, yeah, because I used to put a CD in my van and that was it. It was stuck in there for a month, month and a half. And I'm like, yeah, that'll do. Just listen to that over and over again. Awesome. But um, no, good effort, good effort. We're going to move on to okay. a band that you've been in ever since I've known you, I think. Kind of. Uh, I, I want you to say this. Well, I don't know if I can. Say, I, I say it and I'll give you a mark out of 10. I don't think I've ever <laughs> been able to say it. I've, I, I'm going to say Delugo Kinski. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's it. That's at least a nine out of 10. Excellent. <laughs> I've, I've always called it Delugo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To, yeah, yeah, yeah know, I do too, actually. Do yeah, to be fair, yeah. Cool. I think he does as well. But um, give me some low, give me the lowdown. Give me some. Um, so I teach bass at Thornton's College, uh, which is one of the local kind of sixth form colleges in Southampton. I'm the, I'm the bass teacher there. And then while I was there, there's a guy there called Andy Wilde, who, is, who was an actual music teacher there and a really good keyboard player. And he said to me, oh, um, I've got a friend called Ben. He's a bit of a nutcase. He's a bit off the ball. He's a bit weird. But actually, he's a really good singer and he writes these really good songs. We're looking for a bass player. Do you want to be in? All right. 
I was like, yeah, cool. Well, I'm not doing, yeah, I'm doing Six Bearded Fish, but you know, I'm fancying some other things. Yeah, so, yeah, 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 yeah cool. Good. And they gave me the CD and I learned the songs and went to a few rehearsals and then suddenly I was in the band and that was that. And then our, our first gig. And still in the band to this day. It's true. Yeah. It's true. We're currently recording a new album, yeah. That's awesome. Uh, and the first gig was in Nottingham um, with Sandy Tom supporting us. Do you remember Sandy Tom? Sandy. <laughs> <laughs> what? How did that work? Well, it's just about we had the gig, and then she was the she was support act. Yeah. Well, you know, you know, what I found out the other day uh, um, when we supported Niz Loppy. Yeah, do you the, I'll give you the list of who we supported, but Niz Loppy was one of them. Their guitar tech was a little ginger lad called Ed Sheeran. No, at the Talking Heads, so I've met Ed Sheeran <laughs> directly. <laughs> he was their guitar tech. That's brilliant, amazing, isn't it? I don't I mean, you know. He was just like, "All right, mate, yeah, all right." And yeah. then you just don't think about it. And then you, I read his Wikipedia page and found out he was the their guitar tech. And then we went, went back through the through the list of the door list and all that kind of stuff. And his name was on it. That's mad. Yeah, because yeah, obviously all these people have had lives before the lives yeah. they've got now. Yes, yeah, and yeah, yeah, everyone starts somewhere, I suppose. But yeah. that's brilliant. That's amazing. So uh, we amazing. also supported Corinne Bailey Ray. That was cool. Yeah. Um, amazing. Well, so not all of these were me. Sometimes it's just Ben and sometimes it's just Ben and Andy. Yeah. Uh, bon Jovi was a good one. What, David Gray. The... St. Mary's Stadium. No way. Yeah. Um, That's massive. Uh, Snow Patrol. Snow Patrol. They're a massive band too. Yeah. This is good. Um, Chesney Hawks. Chesney Hawks. That's, <laughs> that's the one. Um, yeah. Uh, there's probably some more names, but I've forgotten. Um, and it's been a lot on a lot of TV shows. Like Duke Kensky had been on Hollyoaks, and yeah, it's used a lot for those kind of. I, rem- you know, I remember that as well, yeah. actually. From his, yeah, that was something. To, that was something I was told to look out for as well. That was cool. So we've done some amazing gigs. We've, we've yeah. done a little mini tour of the states, and yeah. Did you go over to Houston? Was it no? We went no, to New York. New York. We did a few gigs in New York, and then we went down to South by Southwest. South by Southwest. That's what um, I was in Austin, Sorry. Texas. Texas. That's what I'm on about. Not Houston. Which is great. Awesome. Yeah, which is really cool. That's, yeah, it's huge. That's huge. And it's still going strong. Yeah. So it's worth checking them out online and yeah. uh, something new, what, this year, next year? Uh, I think we're aiming for October. Okay. That's I think we're aiming for October, but my bass parts are nearly done. Okay. Um, and then we're just doing like a few like vocals what's and overdubs the, and stuff. And... Um, what's the method there? He, he writes everything and then you have your you put your point across how you want yeah. to play the bass or are you given well ben has recently learned how to use pro tools ah. <laughs> which has helped a lot so he uh, he does a lot so of his, demos his, at home his, de- his demos have got a lot better yeah yeah true they've got drum loops and they've got ideas of bass parts and piano and okay. arms and this kind of stuff so actually it makes their life a lot easier yeah 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 um and, and then, I, then I completely disregard what he's done for bass parts. Yeah, that's fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> As I do with every band I've ever been in ever, I think. So I know exactly where you're coming from there. But um, all right, well, at this point then, we should play something there. Okay. Something different. Play. Um, you've just played me recently. You showed me a f- oh, yeah. piece where you played fretless bass on. Yeah, what was it called? I can't even remember I that can't one. remember either. It's got the word love in it. Hold on. Let me find it. (laughs) (laughs) I'll tell you after I've played it. I forgot the name of it. We're going to play it now.
wildly different. Yeah. To Six Feet of Fish, obviously. <laughs> but that's... A bit more of a poppy kind of. Yeah, it's got some... I love that outro. Well, yeah, Latin-y. Yeah, Latin it goes into the Latin thing, yeah. Yeah, that's fun. Yeah, I enjoy doing yeah, that. It's cool, it's cool. <laughs> that's, um, yeah, that's good, that's good. It's just, it's just so different. But that, I think that's the nature of the beast of a bass, bass player. Yeah. Who... You know, that's you should unless you're specifically in one band, you know, for all your days. Mm-hmm. But like, even like someone say like Ryan Martini from Mudvayne, he's an amazing jazz head, yeah. you know, and he's but he loves smashing out, you know. With, yeah. But so you have to be. I think I don't know. I just see bass players <sighs> versatile. <laughs> versatile. Like you were I, a little I was bit sick about you. No, I was about to say. Break. I don't want to say more <laughs> than or less than any. Any other musician, every musician, <laughs> every musician should be versatile. But I think bass players, most bass players yeah. I know, do. A broad well, maybe probably because there's fewer of them. To be yeah, and so they that's need it. they need to they need to spread themselves around a little that's bit. That's right. That's right. So, to Lugo to probably Caroline's Capuchin. I oh think. God, that bloody band! Would <laughs> you mention every single time? <laughs> Just let me get a few more listens on Spotify. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> no, good days. Really, really good days. Which it was me on piano, of course, rather than That's bass. exactly right. This yeah. is it. Which blew, you're, you're Mr. Bass. Which one. I don't want to talk too much on this because you've got to talk. But <laughs> at the same time, I'm be aware that I'm a bass player in a band with a guy who's playing piano, but I know full well he's way better on bass than that me. Awesome. <laughs> and I'm just like, oh man, this is. But I think because we, we kind of got different styles, yeah, and all that sort of stuff. So it was cool, and it just worked. Yeah. But um, I must have frustrated the hell out of you. No, I, no, no. Because I because I don't know the theory that you know and all that. I was too busy worrying about what I was doing. I think. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, you nailed it. That, that first album we did. I was listening to some of the parts the other day after we did um, the first podcast actually, yeah. and we talked about it. And I was thinking, some of those piano parts. Um, there's some nuts solos on there. <laughs> yeah, crazy yeah. nuts yeah. solos. But not even the the affected ones. All oh, right. Even some of the, the the clean ones where you're just. Hey, you just—it's amazing how you go off on one. It's amazing. I—I I was always—that's what I said on that podcast. I used to turn and watch you guys because you used to blow my mind. But that—that that was me at the very beginning of of my getting into jazz and jazz piano. Is that and, right? Yeah, and I watched—I watched jazz pianists, and you know what they do amazes me all the time. And that was just me feeling like I was just scraping the very surface <laughs> of it. Well, <laughs> well, your scrapings was my mind blowing. So, <laughs> so well, so well, well done. You know, and, and then to come up with. Um, I want to mention a track called Precipice. Oh, yeah, okay. Which, uh, I, I can't listen to that song without seeing a video of, I've got a video I'd love to do for it, but okay. I, have, I haven't got, got the money. But um, okay. it just the images that conjures, and your playing in that is, in, is amazing, I think. It's, yeah, it's quite, uh, it's more very, very rhythmic. Yeah, that one rather than having lots of like chords in it. That's right. It's, it's all um, kind of similar notes, but it's all about the, yeah. Yeah, the, the patterns and stuff like that. So piano, something you've always done, or yeah, I started as a piano player. So before even guitar. Oh uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I was playing piano from the age of eight. Trained. Yeah, like lessons school lessons and all that kind of stuff. And stuff. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and then picked up a trombone when I was in year four. So I was what, tenish probably? Yeah, no, right. younger than that, eight probably. Did no, you? Maybe, yeah. Did you have the reach? Actually, no. How old was I? I was six when I played piano and eight when I played trombone. There you go. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, played trombone was my main instrument for a long, long time. Uh, wow! So I played trombone in orchestras and brass bands. Could you, and all that you could still do. And, you could still. Oh do. well, I haven't played it for ten years. <laughs> <laughs> last yeah. time I played trombone was on one of your albums, which was um, the second Sign Star Project album. That was the last ah, time I played trombone. Is that right? Yeah. So you put it down then, and, and sort of haven't really touched yeah. it since. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So I got my I got to my grade eight and um. Dun, 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 yeah. Dun. I yeah. remember. Yeah. I remember yeah. the. I remember the. That's yeah. it. I got Excellent. to my grade eight in uh, college and I, was, and I kind of like just moved on after that. I, I thought, yeah. well, I've got as far as I want to get with this. And then I've been playing guitar for about a year and picked yeah. up the bass guitar. And then I thought, right, I'm just going to, I'm going to move more in this direction now. Yeah, that's it. I think you find, I did a similar thing. I, I played guitar for a long time before I played bass. but And I felt the guitar, but I, I, man, the bass just <laughs> mashed me. My mate Stu <laughs> bought me a bass and I completely understood everything. You know what I mean? Like the guitar was a bit wishy-washy and I didn't understand. I didn't know what I was doing a bit. And, but the bass just, I was like, ah, that's it. Yeah. Smack. And you can hit him so much harder. Anyway. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, Caroline's good. We should play a little bit. Play a little bit of precipice. Do you want, do you want precipice, Dean? Can we? No, well, you choose. Cause no, you... no, you choose. Well, uh, we talked about precipice, so... All right, well, yeah, we're going to have to do it now, aren't we? Yeah. All right, <laughs> here we go, then. I'm going to, on your piano playing, because I can't talk for myself, but uh, that gives me goosebumps. Goosebumps. You always called them goosebumps. No, yeah, well, yeah, yeah, that's, what they, that's what they're called when, when, you, when you give them to yourself. <laughs> Jesus, sorry. Good. Okay, no, honestly, because it, it just reminds me of a great era. It reminds me of yeah. a great, great era. And, it's, um, and I couldn't... I had no idea. When you brought that to the plate, I had no idea what to do. And it was almost like I'd, the only mm. thing, I, th- I just wanted to follow your left hand. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because it, it, was, it was perfect as it was. You know what I mean? And then Robbie did something crazy drums yeah. on it. Yeah, yeah, But where did your head, where's your head at when you do, um, when, you wrote, when you write things like that? I was, just, I was experimenting with weird time signatures there. Yeah. That's in five. So it's one, yeah. two, three, four, five, one, 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 two,
I'm lucky enough to be able to read music, That's... which makes which makes stepping quite straightforward for me because a lot of a lot of wedding bands and pub bands all kind of do the same do thing. The same sort but of they song, don't. Yeah. It means I don't have to memorize everything. True. I can take it on an iPad or I can take some music, sheet music on a stand and then and then read it while I'm playing it. Which blows my mind again. Which is just, well, it just makes it so much easier for me because I don't have to. I spend the, I spend the twenty minutes writing a song out and then it's there and then I can just yeah. read, and I can. So it's a skill I'm very grateful that, I, that I'm able to do because it just makes my life so much easier. It's um, yeah, that whole sight reading thing is is crazy to me. But when you when you're a piano player, it's you know, and I've been playing, I've been sight reading music since, since I was six. Yeah. So it's 30 years now. That's crazy. And I've been speaking English. Is there ever been a time? 34 years. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, it, shows, it kind of comes as naturally that, to me. That brings me on, because I think you did, I also remember you saying you, when I did the Six Bearded Fish, I did like three, four shows Yeah, I was, with I was on a cruise ship. You were on a cruise ship, and yeah. that was sight reading again for a show. Yeah, lots of jazz stuff and That's like show tune stuff. And full on. Yeah. Yeah, and in, inside these inside these cruise ships, there are proper theatres in there as well. Yeah, they're full like, on. Like yeah, thousands, they're, like they're, thousands of people. It's yeah. like having the Mayflower. That's amazing. Inside, inside Every the cruise night. Ship. What, two shows a night or something like that? Yeah, or, sometimes yeah. three. That's sometimes three. And that is, that's, um, God, that's baptism by fire. Yeah. Yeah. Did you get a chance to learn the material beforehand or was it all No, they had, these, they had these things called fly-ons. Which is when I had these American celebrities of whom I'd, I had never heard. <laughs> and I had one a week or something. Yeah. And they're called flans because they meet you in Mexico or in the Caribbean, wherever you happen to be. They fly onto that island, get on the cruise ship with their parts, chuck you the parts and say, right, we're on, we're on in half an hour. This is what you've got to play. Here wow. we go. <laughs> I'd be crap at that. <laughs> <laughs> Unless it was Rage Against the Machine singer. <laughs> yeah, I'd be, you know, or like... Les Claypool's coming on but we don't need a bass player because he's already a bass player so <laughs> anything else I'd be like damn it can't play tonight boys sorry oh, that's good alright well look from bands you just mentioned that you t- you've taught yeah have you taught all your life or well all your working life or has um, it been something uh, well I got back off the cruise ships really yeah the cruise ships were a lot of fun very claustrophobic yeah and there's a lot of stress in there. I can imagine. There's a lot of stress in those cruise ships. And imagine well. relationships in that tight, confined space. And uh, You can't get away. Uh, nah, you can't get away. Yeah. And it's, you know, it's, it's very convenient having your bed 100 metres from where you work. Oh, yeah. The stage, but it just means that you're on call and you're, yeah. you can't escape. And you're also a point of interest to the crew. and uh, Not the crew, to the... Yeah, well, as to musicians, the, to the te- public. you're technically officers... Okay, which is one quite high up in the in the ship hierarchy for the, for the sole reason being that you're expected to mingle with the guest yeah. stuff in there. So I had free run of the ship, which was really cool. A lot of people weren't there weren't weren't allowed up above the crew decks. Yeah. Um. So I got all the free food and free drink and all that yeah, kind of stuff. Cool. But on the on the expectations, I had to fraternise with the, <laughs> with the <laughs> 60, 68 year old with the public Joan yes. from Florida. <laughs> <laughs> I've got two poodles. Yeah, exactly. One's white. Oh, great. Yeah, I've okay. dyed one slightly pink. <laughs> so I got to see um, Mexico and I got to see the Caribbean and San Diego. See, and... that's, 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 yeah, well, that's a beautiful yeah. thing to do with music because you get to see places. You yeah. know what I mean? Like you've, you've seen New York. I've seen New York through music. You know, mm-hmm. It's a beautiful thing. It's a great, great thing. I travelled Australia for free uh, by being a bass player for other for bands. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's the same, same what you're doing. Yeah, you know what I mean? Now you get to see Bristol. And Oxford <laughs> and Coventry for I'm in free. Plymouth on Friday. I'm in Plymouth. Yeah. <laughs> and that's with um, Paramore or Less. That's the one we need that's to it. talk most about, I think. Well, should we? Well, yes, let's do this. <laughs> I'm the, the, the king of digressing. Very crazy. Let's be never getting right back. There. Yeah. <laughs> Your third finger's not quite on the fourth fret. <laughs> No, but yeah, teaching. Go, go back to that. So, so you came, out, so, you came off the cruise ships, um, needing a job or? Yeah. Kind of, yeah. Pretty much, yeah. yeah. Pretty much. Um, and I think, it's a, I think you'll find that a lot of music performers are actually music teachers as well because there's just simply not enough gigs to make yeah. money out of purely exactly. gigging. Yeah. It's, it's really hard work. Um, and there's just not enough jobs going around. No. So uh, teaching is the next obvious step, really. And is that a 
uh, is that a private affairs, a one-on-one lessons? Well, I started or off drill? primarily. I started off at home. Yeah. Then I moved into a local music shop. Because um, they almost guarantee you, you know, customers or whatever, is it? Or uh, Yeah, kind of. It's basically, private teaching in a music shop is exactly the same as private teaching at home, except you have to pay them rent. Ah. Uh. Okay, but the but the but the benefit is is then they advertise for you and they have okay, a lot yeah, of yeah, they, they've got you know, your, and all that. So they've got your back a bit. Yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. Okay. But yes, that's cool. Um, and then the boss of the person who kind of run the teaching school I was at um, also taught for the local music service, and he needed me to basically depth for him. I guess he had okay. he couldn't teach. I think he had a hernia or something. Fair enough. Um, so I had to go in and teach for him, and then that was my foot in the door. And, after, and then now. That's what I do. That's what we do. As I do a, a lot of teaching for Hampton Music Service. That's good. Which means going around schools. Which, and they, they post you where you're needed yeah, to be, and I'm that's a, great. With them, I'm at 15 schools a week. Wow. And I see, I see 150 students a week. <laughs> <laughs> that's loads. Yeah, it's insane, isn't it? How I'm, you, somehow, somehow I'm expected to remember all the, all the names of what yeah, they look exactly. like and what they're doing. And at what point in their, yeah. you know, where they are in their musical yeah. beings. And, oh, I was at man, six that's... schools today, just before I saw you, I was at six different schools. So this is all, you drive yourself, they're all yeah. fairly local, surely. You can't get through that many students. And yeah, not, the uh, longest drive's probably half an hour. Oh, man. That's crazy. Yeah, and what, what are we talking? Are we talking, talking half hour lessons or? Oh, well, they're lucky. It's, it's, sometimes it's 20 minute lessons and I see six of them okay and just, just because I can only be there for so long and there's this many students that want to learn guitar and exactly. just have to, to cram them all in yeah that's mad and is it <laughs> what, and what so it, but it's got to be it's got to have its perks and its badnesses and oh it's hard work yeah I can I'm imagine a, I'm sometimes absolutely knackered when you get imagine. home because when you see especially when you see kids as young as year three so I'm talking like seven or eight year olds yeah and they're just full of energy just, and, but I'm sat in this room for two hours and they come in for 20 minutes and it's like a, ro- a revolving door. Yeah. Of, it's hard, yeah. In your face floor. And it's great. You know, they're lovely to teach and everything, but I'm just knackered by the end of exactly, it. Exactly, I can imagine, yeah. And does it, uh, does it affect your other musical life? Like, you, okay, this is my scenario. You've been playing all day mm-hmm. and then you've got to get in a car, drive two hours to a gig and play some more. That doesn't mess with that, does it? Wow, well, plane's playing. Or... It does a bit. I mean, like I said, I've got to be in Plymouth on Friday. Yeah. And being in Southampton now, Plymouth could be four hours away. Yeah. We were on first, so we've got to be there for seven, which means really we want to leave by two just yeah. to make sure. And I've finished work at four. Yeah. That's... So I've had, to, I've had to rearrange stuff. And yeah. some schools are very kindly let me say, come in a bit earlier. And it is so hard. And move things around. That's one of the biggest things to juggle, I've, yeah. I've found. And also the fact that I, I will have been playing from half past eight that morning. Yeah. And I'll be, then I'll be doing a lot of the driving and playing at the end. Exactly. Which is why I have to go and see a chiropractor once a month and I have to go and see a sports massage therapist once for a month just to sort me out, yeah. For your wrists and your... Tennis elbow yeah, and, and your shoulders, shoulders and backs yeah. and this kind of stuff. Yeah. And does that... I know I'm keep, I'll keep skipping um, subjects, but it just interests me because like I've, I wear a really light bass yeah. for that reason. And have you chosen... Or do you not even think about that? Do you just get on? Do you need- I can't. I have to wear the comfort straps, which are yeah. straps reinforced heavily with padding. Yes. Yeah. I'd- yeah. Um, and it's only really wedding gigs where I have the bass on for a, a serious like two hours. Yeah, that's a long time. Yeah. When you do venue gigs, it tends to be thirty minutes, forty 30 minutes, minutes, forty-five an hour, minutes, an hour, yeah. if you, hour, hour if you're lucky. Yeah. And you get yeah exactly yeah I remember that too. That's crazy, but um, teach yeah but teaching's good teaching's good. Man, that's good because kids, you must see, you must smile. Yeah, kids come out, they learn something, they yeah. learn a bit of Green Day or whatever they want to learn, yeah. you know. And it's like, and they and they oh, they're full of adrenaline <laughs> for it, and that must make you smile. Well, I teach as young as like I said, like year three, uh, and then I teach at local colleges as well. Yeah, uh, and then I have maybe I have one private student a month. That's good. He's a guy called Tony. He's great. I have, yeah. a lot, I have a lot of fun with him. He's a great bass, great bass player. Yeah. So we do lots of really interesting stuff. And is it solely bass to teach, or do you dabble in the piano and the guitar? And... Uh, well, well, actually, guitar is definitely the biggest thing I teach. Oh, really? I didn't, I didn't know that either. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. Yeah, because little kids just don't want to learn bass as no, much as like. That's, that's sad, I mean, yeah. I mean, who's a cool bass player that you see on TV a lot? Not me. Yeah, it used, to, um, <laughs> used to be Flea. Yeah, it doesn't, really, it doesn't really happen anymore, does it? No, that's it. I mean, who even knows the name of Coldplay's bass player? 
Exactly. Or Ed Sheeran Ed obviously Sheeran. has a bass player, but God knows who he is. Exactly. This is, this is sadly it, isn't it, I suppose? Yeah. So there's no, there's no one out there just being inspirational and yeah. making kids want to think, yeah, that's really cool. But seeing as Ed, uh, Ed Sheeran and Taylor Swift play a little bit of ukulele, I now teach ukulele. Yeah. <laughs> I said, well, yeah. It's that simple, we, really. I talked about the ukulele scene in Australia, and I, yeah. it, it shocked me how prolific it was and how vast and it was massive. Yeah. yeah everyone, but I think it's just because people can pick them up, grab them and go, isn't it, I yeah. suppose? And, yeah, they're really light and, yeah, and yeah. easy to play. And, that's it. But it's amazing how um, stuff like that happens where you're getting people are influenced by just bigness. Yeah. Does that make sense for me yeah. saying that? You know what I mean? It's like, yeah, no one's seeking out the good stuff anymore. No. You know, and it, it upsets me a bit. No. You know, like uh, moving on from teaching, you, like I mentioned earlier on, you are the man that knows the most songs in the world, yeah. I think. <laughs> you're always like, check, you're always like, check this tab out. I tabbed this last night. Yeah. And I'm like, oh man, that's like a seven and a half minute prog rock. Oh, yeah, I saw a real prog thing the other day, like a gentle giant. And I was like, man, that must have taken hours to, you know, to tab out and all this sort of stuff. But um, you do explain, because you do, you've got internet based books. Yeah. That um, people can purchase. That's right. There's a shop called um, me- basebooks.com, is like, is like the probably the world's biggest shop of just base books yeah um and the books i write and sell aren't physical books they're just pdf downloads yep um which means i can i use a program called sibelius and i listen to the songs and i write out the bass lines because there's a lot of like big people that have never had their bass lines written out for other people to copy and play like like stevie wonder when you told me that that blew my mind and abba and yeah paul simon and elvis and bob dylan have never had their bass lines written out Elvis Presley never had a book for his bass lines. It's amazing, isn't but, it? But like stuff like, uh, all right, for, as a bass player myself, like Stevie Wonder, uh, another guy with the Midas touch, everything, every bass line and all, all of his songs yeah. are just awesome. And a lot lines. of them are played by him on a keyboard. Well, uh, yeah, which is like, why has yeah. it not happened before? Yeah, uh, yeah, no, just a, yeah, like yeah, Fleet Fleetwood Mac. Fleetwood Mac. Uh, the bass like the bass book I've written, I think, is pretty much the only one that has Fleetwood Mac bass lines in it. That's it's crazy. insane, isn't it? And they're like one of the biggest bands ever, Billy Joel. Billy Joel. So I, so I saw there was a need there, and bass players it, um, shouldn't be left out. There are piano books and guitar books, but there's exactly. no reason why there shouldn't be a bass book. No, that's it. But it's just because there's fewer of them, they get sold less. So I thought, right, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do my little, go on a little mission, try and fix this as much as I can. Yeah, well, I think you've done a sterling <laughs> job because I don't know if we can, we should send any bass players listening right now should firstly go and check this guy's workout because it's extensive and it's <laughs> That's about 50 books and it? it's spot on as well it's not it's not half hatched at all it is spot on um well how do you what's your process man what what do you do what do you get a firstly how do you choose something you just mentioned recently in a drive we would we would mm. went for a drive and you said um listen to these wham songs oh yeah did you <laughs> and um it was like and i was like yeah some awesome bass playing in some yeah. of those wham songs yeah dionestes yeah, yeah amazing are you doing one? Done it. You've done the one. It's out. It's been released. Yeah. I'll send you a copy. Thank you very much. It costs, it costs you fifteen dollars. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> but um, no, it's it's nuts. So give me. All right, Stevie Wonder's a big one for bass players. Okay. You know, like Master Blaster. Who doesn't want to learn? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Also Duke or Superstition. Yeah, 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 yeah. all those, Absolutely. all those tunes. You know what I mean? Um, but what was, what was your what was your favourite one to have done? Ab- Abba was a big one for me. Abba. Um, I love Abba. There's a great, there's a really, it's a quite a sad story. It's a nice story with this one. I don't know if I told you this. No. There's um, the original Abba bass player. Um, he contacted me out of the blue. After I released the book, he contacted me. And he um, sent me an email saying, um, I found your book online. Yeah. Um, I'd really like you to send me a copy. Um, really? Here's, my, here's the address of my studio in Stockholm. Yeah. Um, so I sent it to him. I sent him. I sent him one. And oh yeah, and he said to me, "Oh, I'd like you to sign it, please." And I'm like, "You want me to sign it? Yeah, I want you to sign it." So I, that's so, brilliant. Yeah. So I, so I signed it. I signed it to him, and sent it to him, um, and I put put another one in there, um, saying with a with a, a like a stamped address envelope back to me, saying, "Could you please sign it and send it back to yes. me, and I'll stick it up on the wall." Yeah, amazing. Um, uh, and then I didn't hear anything okay. for like a month, for about six weeks, for about two months. Um, and then I found out um, on Facebook that he had died. Oh, and he was no. like mid-60s, wasn't particularly old. 
That's a shame. Yeah. That's a crying shame. Yeah. Um, and then maybe, maybe a few weeks after that, I got an email from his daughter. Yeah. Um, he sent me an email saying, um, I'm just in my dad's flat in Stockholm and your book is, is open on the side of his kitchen. Wow. Um, and it was one of the last things he was looking at before he died. So I'd like to thank you for giving him a chance to reminisce Man. in his last moments. <laughs> That's crazy. It's nice, isn't it? That's crazy. He was really nice. We had a bit of an email chat and he said, you know, I really want to be friends and I hope we can keep in touch. And That's amazing. And that kind of it, stuff. He was a really nice guy. I know. I'm gonna, I don't want to go on about Caroline's caption. <laughs> But we had a similar incident, didn't we? With the the owner of Monkey World. Oh yeah. His our CD yeah. was in his car. Yeah. Um, sadly when he at the time when he passed away. And we got his wife was uh, knew that he liked our band and she actually invited us to play as yeah. at a sort of a not a wake, more of an open day to celebrate his life, yeah, I suppose. Yeah. yeah, which was a lovely thing at Monkey World. Yeah, 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 yeah. That, that was, was really, really, really good. So, yeah, that's not the only time that's happened. That's crazy. <laughs> but um, tell people how they can get hold of these base books. Uh, well, they can go either to my website, which is aidenhampson.co.uk, yeah, or um, basebooks.com. Brilliant. Well, one word, basebooks. Check them out because, um, yeah, I do. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the Stevie Wonder one. But that's amazing. Oh, it's nuts, isn't it? It's just nuts. Yeah, it's, it's like, all over the place, that one. Yeah, it's like, ah, oh, you think you can play, it sounds like you're getting close just in your head, but then I, you look at the tab and I'm like, ah, oh, man. But yeah, a lot I'm, of that is it's close to being physically impossible. Yeah. <laughs> Brilliant. Because <laughs> what he plays on the keyboard is like, <laughs> it's like, he doesn't have a bass guitar in his mind at all when he's playing. No, it's he's just, just insane. smashing his left hand. <laughs> yeah. Brilliant. Um, Looking at your list. Well, I'm, yeah, I'm just going down my list and I'm just thinking, I've, I've, I've put here gigs. Yeah. And I wanted to mention how you balance, I wanted to ask you how you balance gigs with your life, but we kind of touched on that. Mm. And um, But recently you've been doing lots of gigs with Paramore or Less. Ah, yeah, one band I haven't mentioned. Well, that's the band. It's probably the busiest band I'm in now. It's probably the one you should mention, to be yeah. honest, yeah. Especially because my, my wife's, is she listening in? She might She's be. the singer. I've got to mention them, haven't I? That's right. This is my <laughs> first question. <laughs> If I now this is just me, I'm not. This is not. I'm not trying to be offensive at all. But if I was to choose a tribute act, yeah, obviously I'd try and find one that hasn't been done yeah. to start with. To try and be a little, you know, and also one that maybe is a bit more popular than say Paramore. Mm. Is that, have you heard other people say that to you? Or, but then again, I think you started when they weren't as popular. I think That's they're true. more popular now. Yeah, I don't. I wouldn't say it's all, all down to us. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> but um, so why did you choose them? Is it? Uh, well, we went to the Brook. Um, most people listening to this are probably from Southampton, but the Brook is a big venue in Southampton that um, puts in a lot of tribute acts. Yeah. And we saw a band called Fleetwood Mac, who are a brilliant Fleetwood Mac. I love the names. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I love the names. Who are a brilliant Fleetwood Mac tribute band. Um, and then me and Kelly were just saying, oh, we, you know, we'd love to. We'd love to have our own tribute band because it's a completely different scene. I mean, you know, people kind of distance so you don't have to work for your audience and it's not your own music and all that kind of stuff. But I think it's just it's just a different scene and genre and, and it's completely aside from all that. Yeah. And it's got its own. I mean, people obviously watching you know that you're not the real thing. Yeah. And it's, it's, like, a, a, it's like more of a celebration of the artist exactly. than rather than just yeah, trying yeah. to... Like a cheap kind of rip-off. I agree completely, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, so we was, and then I said, well, what do you like to sing the most? I mean, who do you think you could do a good job of singing and what do you really enjoy singing? And then Paramore was absolutely the first name that came up. Perfect. Um, and she does a sterling job. Yeah. yeah it's hard seen. work. Yeah. It's yeah. hard work running around and singing like that. She does well, a great I saw, job. I came to a festival yeah. gig this summer just gone. Yeah. And it really, was, really hot one. Man, it was a hot day. Yeah. And, it was um, over 30 degrees. Yeah. You guys, yeah. I've still got your beard sweat on me. <laughs> I've had at least 14 showers since and I've still got it on me. You smashed into me, but anyway. But, yeah, um, do you need to contextualise that? <laughs> well, actually, they're really worth going to see. Honestly, they're not, not just big enough a friend, but they really are. They're really, really professional. You do um, a, a thing at the end of most sets, would it be? Yeah, where, pretty much every time. Yeah, where, yeah, yeah. yeah, where you've got, um, you've got radio mics and... Um, Wireless, little, um, wireless yeah, kits packs, on your yeah. basses and guitars and they actually come out into the audience and it's a real nice feeling and just run around mm. 
And um, yeah, Aidan just decided to run into me. Yeah. <laughs> I think you were sat down at the time. Yeah, <laughs> face in my face, <laughs> sweating on oh, me, yeah, it was raining down. It was, it was a hot, hot day. But it was a really, really good gig. It was really good. And it was awesome it's to see. It's a lot see. of fun. Yeah, loads of different... And a wide variety of people who were responding. It was yeah. awesome. It's such a lovely thing. You had kids dancing on the front, you know, like yeah, you always yeah, do yeah. and all this. But then you've got... It's everyone enjoying the day, you know, and uh, and, and everyone knowing the songs and, you know, not every... Alison Chains are playing Shepherd's Bush soon. Okay. It's... Some of the tickets are going for 140 <gasps> quid. Wow. Who's got 140 quid? It's Nowadays. funny you say that. Yeah. Smashing Pumpkins are re- reunited in the States and they're, they're struggling to sell tickets. That's mad. Yeah. Smashing Pumpkins used to be one of my favourite bands. Oh, yeah, Simon's same, same yeah. Dream is one of the best albums ever. Yeah. But, but my, my point is, if there was a local band <laughs> that did an Alice in Chains takeoff, I'd go. Because it wouldn't be 140 <laughs> quid. It would, what would it be? 20 quid maybe, you know? We did, um, we did a gig at a local venue which was us. We called Paramore or less. Yeah. And then we did an... an um, uh, with, and then a Foo Fighter tribute called Foo Forgers and a Nirvana tribute called Nirvana. Nirvana. And a uh, Kings names. of Leon tribute called Kings of Leon. Uh, I think it's a Z in there or a V in there, you know, slightly spelled slightly differently. Um, and then we were selling tickets and then the venue had a complaint from a punter who bought six tickets and then discovered that it was a tribute act night. <laughs> <laughs> Rather than, <laughs> rather than the actual bands and demanded a refund. That's, uh, the guy said to that on the phone, look, look, love, you're going to, you're going to, um, no, that's what it's so, but yeah. He said, look, you're going to really struggle to, to, see. to see Nirvana and the Foo Fighters and Kings Leon at Paramount in Southampton for a fiver. <laughs> Especially Nirvana. <laughs> Seeing as he's long gone, but anyway. It's amazing, isn't it? There's, um, there's another story I heard recently. Um, a guy bought tickets for him and his girlfriend up in Scotland. Um, for the Red Chili Peppers. And he was like, 25 quid each. He couldn't believe it. Um, got the tickets home, looked at them quickly. Yeah, excited. Um, got closer to the gig, realised, right, where is the venue? Look it up. And, and they, he's like, oh, they've spelt peppers wrong. Yeah. It's, the, it's the Red Hot Chili Pipers, isn't it? And they're a Scottish bagpipe band. And he was like, oh. he was just like, I couldn't believe it. But, but I love the names. That's what I was going to say. Yeah, my favourite favorite one ever is Nuns. Um, oh, was it? It's a Guns and Roses band, and they're called Nuns and Moses. <laughs> I like Jeff Leppard. Jeff Leppard, that's good. Or Ron Jovi. Obviously, obviously, and there's A, a B C D. Oh yeah, was good. And, but there, there used to be one years ago, Bogus Quo. Oh yeah, Status Quo. I'm not sure if they're still going or not. I don't know. I don't know. There's, there's loads of good. What you got? You, you play with Greenish Day quite a lot. Um, Green Haze. Green Haze. That's the one. No, we have played with Greenish Day. Green Haze Greenish is the one. Day, yeah, okay. they're Welsh band. They're great. And um. Stu is in a band, he's in the Muse. Are they called Knights of Sidonia? Sidonia Knights. Sidonia Knights. Sidonia Knights, yeah. Yeah, I saw some YouTube stuff of them and they, they sound really good. He's, he's great. He was always a great singer. Oh, yeah. A really great singer. Yeah, yeah very good. Very good. But, um, so, so Paramore or less and National, you go. Yeah. You've drive, you're up in Scotland. Yeah. You, you just keep going. You just go Wales anywhere and everywhere. Yeah. 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 Lucrative yeah. or not? Um, that's not really why you do it. Well, if, we, if that was the reason we'd be doing it, we'd have stopped by now. Mm. We, we break even. That's good. I mean, uh, and any money we do get, we reinvest straight back into the band. Oh, yeah. We can buy banners and, you know, this and that. That's, and, the, that's the way. That is the way. Yeah. Um, the other thing I wanted to ask you about was when I've noticed, we should play some Paramore Less, by the way. Oh, we could do I don't know where we are with the licensing. Oh, I don't know. It's, uh, well, all right. Well, maybe we'll just send, risk it. send someone to a link. All right, paramoreless.com. Yeah. There you go. There or you one go. word. That's better. Okay, that's cool. <laughs> that's cool. But um, when you're at these gigs, I've noticed you're taking a lot of photos, man. Yeah. And you've been showing me a lot of photos. Yeah. I've been showing everyone a lot of photos. It's, <laughs> it's, it's, this is a newfound love. It is. It is. So what, what's the go there? You just, you just suddenly thought, oh, I'm hanging around. Uh, well, are, are you, are you, do your eyes see things and you think, oh, we should capture that? Or is it just something you just... I think a lot, a lot of it started off when, when I, from the books I write, I spend a lot of time tinkering around in Photoshop because I design the front covers as well. Uh, okay. So I'm getting quite good at Photoshop. It's a big program, but I can do what I want yeah. in it. Um, and then also being in bands, I used to beg people to come and take photos because photos especially in the, in the day of Instagram and Facebook photos are, are everything it's everything isn't it? yeah because it's you need your, something visually yeah. striking uh, and then I thought hold on with, with a lot of the festivals I play and everything sometimes there's like 10 other bands playing that day 
And I can just, I'm there anyway playing. I can just get a camera. Yeah. Um, and take a load of photos for them. And then if they're good, I'll send them through. And if they're not good, then. That's it. You know, nobody needs to know. Nobody needs to know. Uh, I'll be honest, I used to love it. Like some guy in the, you know, in the audience taking shots. And because you're playing, and not that I want to watch myself play, but it's nice to see what you're actually doing <laughs> and what, what you actually. Because I never used to know. You know what I mean? You, you're never watching yourself, are you? And I, and I, not, not often do you get filmed or anything, but photos were the thing yeah. back in my day, sort of thing, sounds like. So I bought myself a camera and the lens that came with it and then yeah. quickly upgraded the lens and then quickly yeah. bought another lens and then quickly bought another camera and then quickly bought another lens and now I've got like two cameras and six lenses and, <laughs> and, a, and a massive obsession. <laughs> yeah, it's true. And I'm, I'm doing loads of different things now. It's great. Uh, like last night I was at a local school and I was taking photos of their, one of their first concerts at their new theatre and they had a jazz gig on. So I was taking photos of the jazz band. Yeah, yeah. I take lots of photos of local bands and things and... Are I've you, done anything. I, I kind of stick strictly to music photography because the equipment I buy really is tailored towards that. Yeah. Um, which is, which is, which I remember my friend Stu. Yeah. Um, who did photographic college and university and all this sort of stuff. And he did, I remember him saying that it's quite tricky because of the lighting. It's yeah. hard. And obviously the lights are changing like ding, 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 yeah. ding. So it's actually quite tricky to it's get quite, a I think really good shot. I'm discovering it's quite important when you go there to, to actually just stop and watch the lights and see if there's a pattern. Yeah. Watch the musicians on stage and see if they go backwards and forwards at the same time or if they, if they headbang at a certain yeah, time or if they do yeah. this at a certain time. And yeah. then, you, then you can start to plan where the lights are and where the musicians are and then and then time your shots. So rather than, yeah. Rather so than, rather than taking like a million shots. Yeah, and getting a potluck sort of vibe. Yeah, yeah. Actually... Yeah, never really thought yeah. about that. And then even then you think what shot's coming, then you can prepare your, prepare your camera and your settings and your angles properly and everything. And then yeah. It's, yeah, it's quite an art to it. I mean, I mean, I haven't been doing it for very long. No. And some people, you like some. I mean, kind of in the world of it on Instagram, <clears throat> some people what they, some people do is amazing. Yeah, that's incredible. It's amazing, yeah. and there's some amazing YouTube videos of like um, people taking photos at proper proper concerts. There's this guy I've forgotten his name, Adam something, Elkanius or something. Okay. Um, taking photos at Twenty One Pilots. And he has a and he has a GoPro on his head the whole time, yeah. and is all over the stage and taking photos of the crowd and stuff. It's really really interesting. Yeah, he's full on. <laughs> oh, it's good. It's interesting. I remember uh, one particular story of this guy Stu, um, little Stu Rose. He's brilliant. He used to go. He used to go skateboarding a lot, and he uh, the Bones Brigade came over from America, which is Power Peralta skateboarding team. But if you're into skateboarding, you'd know who they are. And he actually got up on the vert ramp at Southsea Skate Park mm. with a false press pass, and he's got a <laughs> he's got a world class photo of one of the skateboarders. Oh, wow. there, you know what I mean? Like something to be really it's something to be really proud of. Yeah. It's like writing a good song, I imagine. You know what I mean? It's like I'm proud of that. It's a really great capture. It's a really great moment. Yeah. Is that the vibe? Is, yeah, that, yeah. What, is that what you feel? Is that did you get and that? Sort I, of... I really like um, showing the bands and the artists afterwards as well because they just see you with the camera and they have yeah. no idea what the outcome is going to be. And then exactly. you work really hard on it and show it to them. Sometimes you get some really nice responses. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Have you had anything used yet? Like album shots or no, not, internal not yet. photographs? But is that where you're headed, do you think? Or would you like that? Or? I'd like to. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I like, a, lot of the, it? a lot of the love, it, love of it is just being at the gig at the same time anyway. Yeah. And that's it. Yeah. So if they use it, they use it. You talked camera equipment. Mm. I wanted you to talk for the geeks out there, <laughs> me inclusive. Okay. Because I love stuff. I love gear. Um, <laughs> yeah, so if you're not a bass player, yeah, turn yeah. over. Yeah. <laughs> fast forward, fast forward 45 well, minutes yeah, probably. Yeah, so, but like you, with the Paramore less stuff, because I know some tribute bands go the whole hog. They yeah. use the exact same gear. They use, you know, they use the same everything you know what I mean the same clothes whatever you know but are you, you are you that headstrong in um that full-on in Paramore or less well talking being geeky here for the Paramore Paramore band I have to detune low it's not a normal bass they play it's like a oh, detuned right. heavy bass with thick strings and, and all that kind of stuff so I could only use one bass for this band anyway so I thought sort of I might as well just buy the get the bass that, he, the bass actually that he actually uses and do it properly. yeah 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 um so which I is a the, Gibson the, grabber the grabber yeah um, which are really, really rare, but I was just looking out for them loads and managed to find one in Manchester secondhand. Good. Um, for like didn't, 600 quid. Didn't break the bank well and truly. No, oh, no, exactly. Just, that's the one I use. That's yeah. the one I use. Um, so for that band, that band, it's that bass. And when, then, then I use an Epiphone Jack Cassidy 
which is like a big hollow body. Yeah, love it. Yeah, it's a nice one. That's actually the bass I want you to use on my songs. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, when you, yeah, yeah well, I used it when you had that jam. Yeah, it was nice. It, was it nice, sounds great, doesn't it? warm sound, yeah, yeah. Um, I can't wait the to, standard re- stuff can't wait to record that. Yeah, yeah, yeah me neither. But, um, and then amp-wise, or no? No, I tend to uh, not use an amp and then plug straight into the mixing desk. A DI. DI, any yeah. particular brand? I know, I know you're going to mention. Don't you say it then? I mean, it's, it's obviously the dark. Yeah, I love it. The dark glass. It's great, yeah. Yeah. I saved all my birthday and Christmas money and then bought um, the uh, dark glass preamp, which basically means, well, when you plug your bass straight into a mixing desk, it's a very clean, clanky, raw kind of tone. Yeah. And it doesn't necessarily sound like a bass because when you listen to bass guitars, you're typically hearing a bass guitar that's going through an amp. And, and the bass guitar that goes straight to the desk, it sounds a bit raw and it's, it's not, yeah. it's not well, the sound you expect. Woolly is a, is a sound. Yeah. I would, yeah. Um, so this is a little box that sits in between uh, and then changes my bass into something that sounds more like you would expect. Yeah. Um, but It's world class. But it's really nice. Yeah. It's a really, really nice bit yeah. of kit. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I don't, I don't, so the finest means I don't really need to use that, but I can just turn up this little box and plug straight, into, straight into the speakers, essentially. Unhappy, and then and you're happy with the sound, yeah. sound man sending yeah. sound back in the monitors and... Yeah, that's it. It's, it's great. easy peasy and Salmon love it because it's because it's just easy for them because it's just a cable out. How do, do the sound, I always remember, I always remember like sound guys whenever I used to rock up at a gig whatever years and years ago. The bigger the amp you brought, bass wise, the, the happier they seem to be. Yeah, and I'm like, so are they are they not happy with you or? <laughs> no, they have, com- they, they, they they have, have complete no control over it. Yeah, they have complete and actually they're quite used to it these days. Yeah, I suppose much more than much more than yeah. A lot of people do it now. You don't need to bring an amp, I guess, VT no, exactly. eight by ten fridge. And, yeah, you know what I mean. But um, yeah, it's good. It's good because uh, you know, easy to travel, isn't it? Yeah, easy to travel. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, and it's just easier you, just to plug in and you don't have to drag this thing through a venue and hoist it up onto a stage no, and all I that. I hate that And crap. all that crap. And like I said before, I've got bad back and bad arms anyway. Yeah. This way I can turn up with a bass in one hand and a little box in the other hand and plug a cable in. Plug and, and play, that's it. yeah. And that's it. And it sounds just as good in my opinion. Exactly. No, it does. Well, from the experience of seeing you guys a couple of times now, yeah. it's great tone you've got. Yeah. <laughs> it's quite, yeah, it's nice. That's cool. But um, p- piano-wise. Okay equipment wise there you're like are you still do you do much piano playing now do you still use all, uh, all the effects all the guitar mm. effects that's what i did wasn't it, it was basically, like bass yeah, pedal basically your bass pedal into it. yeah exactly i don't i play i play piano now i tend to play more acoustic piano than yeah. actual keyboard stuff you got um, one in your front yeah room, and i didn't yeah. tell you we've had that dated back to 1912 that piano really so the piano you heard on precipice which is the piano i used to record it on is like over 100 years old that's right yeah. That's mad. I don't know. I had no idea it was that old. It might be made in New York and then shipped over. That's amazing. Yeah, it's cool, isn't it? 1912, that's pretty good. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I mean, um, because I don't play as much piano as I did since since you buggered off to Australia and yeah, Carol's yeah. Captions kind of Dis- stops gigging as much. Um, mm. I play a little bit in a function band called Fundamental. That's right. Um, but Stu, our, keyboard play- um, sorry, our guitar player, has got a nice keyboard, so I just tend to borrow that one. Yeah. It's easy, yeah. And that's it, yeah, it's lovely. That's cool, man. I don't know what else to ask you. <laughs> I'm gonna, I, I, have you done, have you, you've done everything on your I've list? I've kind of done my list. I've written, um, obviously I've written Caroline's yeah. at the bottom again because I, I always want to talk about them. <laughs> <laughs> no. But no, it's just, um, that's good. You've been busy. Yeah. You've been equally as busy. Yeah, and so I feel like I'm getting awesome. busier and busier at the moment. Which is good. Is how you, is, do, you, do you never have a... a a phase or a moment in your mind where you're going, oh, I just want to put the guitars down. I just want to, you know, or is, is this photography branch out a little? Yeah, well, actually, uh, to relax, um, I find writing the books very therapeutic. Okay. It's like I sit, I mean, Kenny hates it because I'm so antisocial with it, but I sit down <laughs> on the sofa and I've got a laptop on me and I've got my headphones on me. Yeah. And it's, uh, there's a lot of like um, a bit of zen, I guess. There's a lot of repetition, doing the same thing over again, analysing it and then writing it down and move on to the next one. There's a nice the whole thing. process there. And I yeah. find that when I'm doing it, what feels like five minutes is actually like two hours. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's, it's crazy. Because I, I, I've, I've tried and I do, so I can remember songs. Like I, I'm obviously in love with a band called Firehose mm. and some of his bass parts are crazy. And I'd love, actually, you should tab, you should do an album yeah. for, for me. There's <laughs> <laughs> an album called Raging Full On that you, okay. might, you might want to have a look at and tab for me. But because um, I've had a crack and um, 
but I'm sure it's not how he plays it. Because I watch him play it live and I'm like, what? Yeah. Why is he doing that? But then I think also he's one of those bass players that was, you know, he never played the same thing twice sometimes. You know what I mean? It's like his, some of his solos are out yeah. there and wild and all that. He's one of those sort of guys. But yeah, it's, it's, it is a dedicated, what's the word? It's a very dedicated thing to do. Yeah. Like a whole album of the one yeah. band. And, and then, yeah, the amount of books you've done it is impressive. Well, my most recent one was, was a compilation of prog songs. Yeah. Some of which are literally over 20 minutes long. <laughs> and that's what, are we were talking King, King Crimson? Uh, yeah, well, I go, I go back as early as, um, what's the earliest one? Probably Echoes by Pink Floyd. All right. Or was it King, no, King Crimson is the earliest one, and then Jethro Tull. Jethro Tull. Camel. And, yes. Camel. Um, and yes. Yes, yes, and yes. yes. Uh, Rush. Yeah. Genesis. Yep. Um, Dream Theater. Wow. And then uh, through to like Periphery. Okay. Which is like proper heavy stuff, but it's still very proggy. Oh, Porcupine Tree as well. That's, really, tree, that's yeah. a really nice track. Um, I always remember them. Yeah. I always remember a guy in Australia going, you're from England, aren't you? I'm like, yeah. He goes, that's all Porcupine Tree. They're my favourite band. <laughs> Are they, do you know them? No. <laughs> <laughs> do you know what I mean? The old... oh, anyway, good times. Good times. <laughs> um... We didn't do a um, a middle point. No. We do it at the end and then stick it back in. Can we? That's what we, that's what we did with the last one, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Not that people know that, but they know it now. <laughs> you can chop that bit out, that's all right. That's cool. All right, where's, um, where's Aidan Hampson heading? Uh, bed. All right. <laughs> Tonight, bed. Tomorrow, work. Uh, yeah, I'm working at Romsey through it, and then I'm working... Uh, and then I'm... Running a band at secondary school, and then I'm running another band which is made up of lots of musicians across Southampton. And Paramore carrying on and on, Paramore or less. Well, on Friday we're off to Plymouth. From yeah. Strength to strength. Yeah, we were on Radio One recently. Awesome. Well, actually, Kelly was on Radio One. Kelly, she actually got to talk Chatting to the band. To actual Paramore. That was amazing. Yeah, I heard that. Yeah, that's on our website. If you go to our website, you can see that. Yeah, because that's funny. Actually, listen to that. It's, really, it's, <laughs> it's, a, it's a good listen. Um, um, and then Hayley Wayne said, yeah, I've heard of you guys, which was like, wow. Yeah, that's that good. That was really cool. That's good. And then um, Delugo, Carry On. Yeah. Well, yeah. And um, Caroline's Carry On. <laughs> yeah, I hope so. Well, there's, yeah, down mm-hmm. the line, I'm sure, I'm sure. I hope so, yeah. But this is good. But um, I don't know. And then obviously the new Delugo album worth looking out for. Yeah, in October, yeah. Um, that's it, man. You've exhausted me. Good. You got your revenge, have you? Well, I feel good. I feel like I know a little bit more about you. <laughs> but still, that's just probably. Well, I've enjoyed it. Thank you it's very a much. massively. It's a, that's a huge tip of the iceberg, obviously, because ten years is a long time. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I'm sure there's stuff you did that we haven't mentioned. Yeah. If, yeah. if anyone's listened to this and I haven't mentioned it, God. Sorry. There's got to be something. <laughs> it's just a, yeah. There's a lot of yeah, stuff. Yeah, I know, but that's that's how it is, isn't it? It's, it's just you just. It's not that you've forgotten it, it's just there's so much to, yeah. you know, it's good. It's good that you're prolific and you do loads of that, so I figure it out. Hmm. But, all right. Are we going to finish off with another song? Oh, Jesus. As, as tradition demands. Tradition, all right. Well, we, had a ba- we had a ballad to start. Well, how do you want to go? Well, see, I don't know, you're the one who's singing, I'll, I'll give it to you. <laughs> how come I got the singing gig? <laughs> I don't know. I'm, it's because uh. I picked up the guitar first. <laughs> <laughs> all right, I'm flipping through. No, so he's got the notebook out again. Oh no. This is gonna be it's gonna be a disaster. It's the very radio friendly sound of Carl. Flipping, Flipping through pages in his notebook. There's that dinosaur song. What the hell? I don't even know what I was singing. <laughs> There's no more songs in here. No, you just have to make it up. Okay. Alright. You found something. I found something. All right. Okay. Ready? Oh, it's kind of. I'm already want. I already want to be Brian Adams. <laughs> Keep going. That's good. That's good. I, I almost had something then. Dynamo, it's 
is about to blow I'm sure you know What's it gonna take for us to work together? How long's it gonna be until you know better? This all seems so easy I saw three movies where we all worked at what? <laughs> Alien invasions or some real nasty weather I don't know what. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> this, this book. This sounds, this sounds like the ramblings of a nine year old girl in her first diary. Yeah. <laughs>